2: Welcome, to Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me, as always, is the wonderful, the dashingly handsome Cheech.
3: What up, baby? How are you doing, producer Cheech? So happy to be here.
2: I'm excited. Extra
3: to... excited today. I don't know why.
2: I'm excited too. Well, everything's coming together yeah, as far as this set. As as uh, everybody listening and watching hopefully knows, we're doing it from five six five live in Bellevue. Yep. We're doing uh, some new stuff each week. So each week we're trying to you know. Step up the game a little bit, so we're trying to learn some new stuff. But like I said, we're here at Five Six Five Live in Bellevue Speakeasy and Stage. They do comedy here on Thursday, music on Friday and Saturday. It's a really awesome place. Cheech, you're a big fan of Five Six Five, right? I love it here. I love it here. We were saying because you picked me up, we rode over together. You know, being green, you know. Yep. In, uh, in the in the in the SUV. You're a big fan. Oh God, isn't it nice? You gotta love it, right? Producer cheats with the new SUV, but yeah, picked me up. We brought all the equipment over, loaded it up. But uh, it's exciting to be here. I love it. Yeah. it. We we pulled in, and I was just saying, you know, it's like a happy place. It's a good vibe. Everybody all the time. here is nice.
3: the The bartenders are nice. The food's good. They're yeah. chill. Like down here is
2: obviously a whole
3: vibe. It's sick.
2: Absolutely. We do have a big show tonight. We have Eric McKenna. Uh, Coming on Podcaster,
3: he just started a new show and
2: uh, on Beaver County Radio. I think it's called the Entrepreneur Life. Wait, the
3: the Beaver County Radio, like out of Beaver Falls.
2: Yeah, yeah, love that. Okay, sick. Okay, yeah, we'll have a lot. I thought I saw that. I was
3: checking out his website earlier. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
2: think the show just started on
3: Saturday, so we're gonna have to talk
2: to him about that. Cool. Um, He's made guitars for Paul Stanley from Kiss. So (laughs) he's like, so there's there's we're gonna have a ton of things to talk about. I'm, I'm really excited to talk to him. Everybody, and we say this every week that everyone's like, oh yeah, they're great. I've had a ton of people say that Eric is wonderful and I can't wait to talk to
3: him. Seems like a super good dude.
2: Yeah. And then next week we have our anniversary episode. It's our one year anniversary. Um, So we're going to be doing some clips, some awards, you know, some best sound drops, best... uh, we'll see what it is. It's a work in progress, but you can definitely look for some best sound drops. It'll be sick. Uh, from guests, from, uh, from people on the show, best moments, best impression. Maybe. I hope so. Maybe best, uh, best worst movie character. Best Promo. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Chief. Best worst. Yeah. So after this show, okay. When Eric gives us his answer for the worst movie character that we do every week. Yes. Um, we will have 32, which is a perfect number for a bracket. True. And it yeah. ends at one year. So we will have one year, we will have the 32 worst movie characters. Yes. Or, or most hated. Yes, whatever. And for the next couple of weeks, we'll do each round each week, I guess. And oh, we're going to yeah. see who everybody thinks is the, uh, the worst of the, the worst. worst movie characters. Or the at most least hated or first of most year. hated. Yeah. I I love that. And I won't I won't add her yet,
3: but Video.
1: Bella
2: Swan's <laughs> making a late push from the Twilight movies. Is that her name? Uh-huh. Bella Swan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's awful. Uh, producer Jess, that's one of her like uh, comfort movies that she watches. Okay. She's awful. But we're right. I'm gonna save her for, for the I next I mean I feel like it, they're year. all
3: they're all awful. Yeah, we're, we're, but yeah, we'll <laughs> see what fan. we'll
2: see what Eric says tonight and then we'll have a thirty two person uh, yeah. bracket. So that's exciting to look but forward no. to that. And then the week after that, we have uh, former Pitt offensive lineman, former Steeler offensive lineman for, yeah. for a while, and yeah. woodworker extraordinaire, John Malecki. I'm excited to have yeah, him on. that'll be sick. Uh, look at his YouTube channel. He's like an expert craftsman, like woodworker. worker. Like, check him out. He's really good. Love to uh, see I'm it. excited to talk to him. Plus, he has a great personality. He's really funny. So, I'm excited for that. And then we have Don Arner to wrap up the month. So, April will be very exciting.
3: Yeah, looking forward to it
2: absolutely cheech you want to get into some of the beers of the week now yeah let's do it absolutely now what uh what beer do you have this week you I, know
3: me so well dude. yeah yeah
2: i'll let you go first please i feel like i always go first you always do go first okay <laughs> uh
3: i have a sorbetto again yes uh i forget who they're from off the top of my head evergreen yes thank you out of camp LPA pa um this one is a sour ale, cause Chris knows me oh so well. Oh so, but cool. it is, uh, Mandarin orange, strawberry, banana, coconut, and kiwi. And God,
2: I couldn't be more excited to try this. Yeah, Mm-hmm. good stuff. And while you great. while you taste it, I, I will tell everybody about mine. I have Edgar. Edgar is from Bullfrog Brewery. It's in Williamsport, PA. It's eight uh, percent, and it's a uh, it's a double IPA. I'm a big IPA guy, as we all know. You usually, yeah. Lean towards the sour I I I like an IPA and And I'm getting more into the double IPAs yeah, you
3: sent me that picture of the variety pack and I was in on it. I'm that. a big
2: fan of the variety pack. Uh,
3: the two time I like IPAs, I have a couple of those in my house right now. That's Southern Tier. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, was. they're they're good. Those two time IPAs are
2: dangerous yeah. and the whole pack. Yeah, they're like nine, eight and a
3: half percent. I did not know
2: and they have this. Uh we went out for St. Patrick's Day, and I thought I was having one of the hazy IPAs, but it was it's the a two-time time <laughs> hazy. And I didn't know it was a two-time <laughs> hazy, and that's like had that end up three or four percent more. Yeah. It explained how I felt a lot no better. doubt I yeah mean,
3: i mean i'm sure a lot of questions were answered yeah, yeah. i
2: was I, yeah <laughs> i, I met it. up with our buddy kobe and it yeah. was it was, it was a sure, spacey I'm night i'm sure it was a trippy <laughs> time i yeah. mean you know a lot yeah. of fun for sure but i got this edgar cheech how is your beer while while you tell everybody i'm gonna taste mine um
3: so we're gonna i'm gonna immediately jump back to the uh guy Fietti richter scale
2: um <clears throat> Oh my goodness! What was? That? If anybody is listening, we're we're doing this five six five live, and I think somebody upstairs may have just uh, died. I think yeah, somebody no,
3: like it that and, that sounded like a
2: gunshot. It sounded like a suplex to me. Um, anywho, this is uh, flavor.
3: This is live on everything. So if we that get shot, crazy.
2: Yeah, I don't think that was a gunshot.
3: No, doubtful, but it was loud and scary. Um. Oh. <laughs> maybe the, maybe the stove fell over. This or something. is a safe
2: place, Cheech. Yeah, I know. Tell um, us about
3: sorbetta. That's just what I live in Beaver Falls, bro. That's where my head goes. It's <laughs> Flavor Town, man. It's Flavor Town.
2: Oh
1: it's, wow! It's
3: fucking Flavor Town. Oh wow! On a scale from gangster to Flavor Town, it's Flavor Town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, I gotta taste mine one more time because I was okay. Let, let me just taste it one more time. It's no less than shut the front door. It's no less. Oh, well,
3: obviously.
1: No less than Shot the
2: Front obviously.
3: Door.
2: Obviously. We're going to go Shot the Front Door. And I'm going to tell you <laughs> why. And I'm going to and maybe I'm a too harsh of a critic. Yeah, maybe a little this bit. This is a fantastic beer and it's for a double IPA that's 8%. This tastes very light and is very dangerous. It's a super smooth. There's no like sometimes Easy they have drinking. like a bitter weird aftertaste. Yeah. Oh. This doesn't have that at all. Super smooth, very clean. It's like super clean for a double IPA. So why are um, you only at... Because it's like, it's almost like a light beer double IPA on the flavor area. It's oh, very good, I gotcha. but I feel like I'm waiting it's for, lacking. I'm waiting for it's that pop that never bit, comes. Yeah. Yeah. So shut the front door. Heard that.
3: I'm still a flavor town baby. Flavor
2: town, it's just good. Now man. tell us yeah. again. It's evergreen. You said it's Mandarin orange, coconut, Mandarin kiwi. And
3: orange, strawberry, banana, coconut, and kiwi. Like and so like the those last three, yeah. the banana, coconut, and kiwi is I I mean shit. Those are all really sweet, and, yeah. and that strawberry kind of has the tang to it, and the yeah. same with that orange, fuck, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah. This is
2: this might be one
3: of our strongest weeks of beers. Oh, no doubt. I mean, the, your can is fucking sick. This
2: actually, I have to I have to give a shout out to Sports Guy JP. This is from Sports Guy JP. He dropped this off with me. Shout he out. came over. I think it might have even been for the Super Bowl. This how long it's, this has been in my refrigerator. And I've been waiting to use it, and I kept thinking, huh? I, you know, I'll, I'll push it back and stuff. And, you know, people have been giving me beers and I saw that and it's such a cool can. Yeah. Just Edgar Allan Poe on it. And it's bullfrog brewing. There's the f- little frog on his uh, yeah. lapel or whatever. Yeah. I'll let you try it in a minute. It's uh it's very good. But like I said, I'm like, it's, it has me you. wanting more. And then see that sounds like an IPA that I would
3: like yeah. where it's like mellow and not super IPA E. Yeah. So I'm not like, no, yeah. I
2: don't know. For a two time IPA, this is as, as mild as it would get, yeah. I would say. No doubt. Now, Cheats, you want to get into this stuff to do in Pittsburgh? Yeah, man. Let's do it. I think they have four things for us this week. Yeah. So let's cue that up and we'll uh, get that started. Yeah, let's
3: do it.
4: Hey, everyone. It is Britta, and we have a fantastic spring themed lineup pick for you this weekend, starting with the egg extravaganza at the National Aviary on Sunday. Enjoy a fun scavenger hunt all throughout the immersive bird habitats. Take home fun prizes. Enjoy a special story time where you have the opportunity to meet one of the birds and more. This event is included with a mission and you can even reserve your tickets ahead of time online. And what's a bird's worst enemy? Probably a cat. At least if you're my cat, you think you're a bird's worst enemy. And that leads to our next event, which is the Kitty Queen Cat Rescue, hosting another round of Crafting with Cats You get to make a cat-themed sign and hang out with the lounge kitties and just enjoy your time with the cats. For all my fellow shoppers, these next two events are for you. The Car Bazaar is back for the entire summer season. Head over to the Forbes and Smithfield Parking Garage this weekend as it transforms into a massive open-air flea market. This market features retailers offering vintage, secondhand, or recycled items. You can also enjoy live music, hot food, and cocktails as well. And make your way over to the Strip District Terminal on Sunday, April 3rd for the Spring Market featuring tons of local vendors and self-serve Easter Bunny photos. Perfect for Easter in a few weeks. As always, details on these events and even more events in the Berg are listed in our weekend guide. Bye.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful Britta from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh. She's the best. She always kills it. Always kills it. She always kills it. There's uh, four things. Chief, anything stick out to you out of the, that grouping? Uh, definitely, but can I touch on something real quick? Please.
3: I don't think that there's a. Was there an alcohol crawl? I didn't hear it out. There was crawl. not.
2: It's there the was, first week in like. That is the first one. A but... a while. But I will say uh, for that car bazaar. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Jeez. Edgar's coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> double the flavor yeah um there's a there they have like cocktails and stuff at that parking garage
3: yeah but that's not like it's not a beer crawl but it is
2: I think that's interesting that uh that flea market they, they said it's a parking garage flea market on Forbes and Smithville garage um Sounded I, like a good time. Yeah. I, I Sounded think, interesting. I think there's a correlation between all these flea markets and spring cleaning. Like, let's just get rid of all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, they're always in the springtime. Yeah, but I'm all shit, about stuff you know? like that. Anymore. Oh, me so too. I feel like
2: too many people are too. One can, man's like, trash is another man's there's trash. There's a lot of good stuff around. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, like artisans and stuff, that make good stuff. We went uh, to Garrison Day in Beaver, yeah. right? Yeah. And they like make stuff and yeah. what have you. It's cool. It's cool doing stuff. I'd rather just go direct to, you know, the people making it and no, stuff and support the local person, yeah. the artist or whatever it is. But that um, sounds interesting. There's another flea market. They said spring market with Easter yeah, Bunny. That's the one that stuck out to me because the strip looks sick as fuck now. I've yeah. been down there a few
3: times. Now, I will say
2: cool. my sister, she listened to the show. She uh, she's a fan. Uh, she took her dog to go see the Easter Bunny and we have a picture mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there it is. There we go. <laughs> There's so uh, Sir Wally Look right at there. him. <laughs> Sir I want Walter a long-haired Wally. wiener so bad. Uh, for this. <laughs> yeah, we have him there with the Easter bunny. That was that was one of the suggestions from stuff to do in Pittsburgh. I want to say like three weeks ago or two weeks ago, maybe. It was when yeah. uh, Terry was here. Yeah, I remember. I think uh, they did it at Pet or Animal Rescue League or something like that or Pet some. Right, God, I'm butchering that, but it was one of those things. Um, they had it there, and she finally got it. So that looked like a good time. Yeah, I remember cool. when I was younger. I, I I thought the Easter Bunny. I was saying it like a childish. So I called him the Easter Rabbit before. Easter <laughs> and like I, I remember thinking he was like so much. I wanna more. I want to be a grown up. Yeah, it was so, so much funny. more mature. Oh my it was sophisticated God. to call him the Easter Rabbit. Yeah, no doubt. I, yeah. I get it. It's and love. then we have the extravaganza. <laughs> I appreciate the name. Oh yeah, that's no, the that, National that's aviary.
3: cool, man. Birds are pretty sick. I'm here for them. Yeah, that's yeah. Like what would you say what kind of that, bird That that toucan on to there meet?
2: it's crazy. He looks fake. If you ever see if you're watching I hate there's that a they, picture of a toucan. I hate and that his they don't beak looks uh, waxy. Too,
3: I feel like that's just what they look like.
2: I don't know, man. Bird I hate good. that it
3: doesn't say what kind of bird you get to meet. Just oh. says a bird. Yeah, I guess that's, I they that keep can open, can, they keep it open. They see know? what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I have you been like, to the aviary? Uh, not like not in forever. Yeah. but yeah, I, a long time uh, well, ago. It's not. It's sick. not
2: too bad actually. No. Yeah.
3: No, on, the aviary and the zoo kind of sick. Like yeah. I went to the zoo last year and last summer and it was tight. The
2: cool thing with yeah. the aviary around here is it's the national aviary. Right. It's not just like the Pittsburgh it, aviary. Yeah. It's like it's. Plus we have uh you know stellar seagulls escaping. H A I C Cody Cody Kodiak. What? Remember the giant eagle that escaped?
3: When? When? No. When did that? I didn't. Wait. What? I'm not imagining that. No, right? I'd, that's not. Like I one just of probably. Those. I'm. I'm. What's the thing man?
2: where? Uh, uh, it's like Nelson. Nelson's whatever. ledges. Uh, no. What? Yeah. The Mandela effect. Oh. The Mandela okay. effect. That's what it was. That maybe it's one of those because I like. I definitely remember Kodiak. The, I, I'm sure you're right. I just escape. didn't. It's yeah. too specific for me to not be right about that. <laughs> that's at what this I point. mean. You have a name and everything. And then we have crafting with cats. Cheech, yeah. are you interested in crafting with I, cats?
3: I, I, I'm a dog guy.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Sorry. I feel like it's weird. Uh, y- y- you don't see that cat trope as much anymore with the yarn, I don't feel like. I feel like that used to be in cartoons a lot. And I haven't seen it recently. Yeah, I don't know. No, not big. On, good job. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <Sorry>. um, let <laughs> Yes, <chef. laughs> let's, uh Eric just came in, so we're going to wrap this up in a couple minutes. But there are a few <laughs> things I want to touch on. Yeah, let's see. Uh, first. So def- oh, as far as the stuff to do in Pittsburgh goes, click through our info in our info. I don't know. I don't butcher that every week. So click through the info. Uh, they have their weekend guide. They have the information where it's at, the prices, the times, all that good stuff. Yeah. So definitely click through that. Uh, they have great choices. And they have extra choices. So definitely click through their guide and see some of the extra choices on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheech, I have some uh, random things you want to touch on Let's before we d- before we take a break. Um, yeah. I did Jeff Fields' house, uh, baby's face assassin. Oh this yeah! Week. So everybody that? definitely check that out. It was a good time. Yeah, Jeff's awesome. Love Jeff. He's yeah. a good dude. Jeff's I a good like dude. him. Jeff <laughs> lives uh, three and a half minutes from me. Walking. I was going to say what, like four blocks. It's maybe. crazy. Yeah. I feel like uh, you know every three weeks we have a guest on here that's like my neighbor that I didn't realize. Everybody's like, yeah, I'm from Bellevue. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <"What?" laughs>
3: It's like yeah, I'm just from the other side of town.
2: Oh yeah, so definitely okay. check that out. Check out Jeff's podcast. Jeff always has a good podcast. So yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah, though. for sure. Um, Cheech, I have, <laughs> I have, I have two questions before the break. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought of this last night, and it was a difficult question for me. <laughs> if you like raised a pig, say you had a pet pig, and yep. you raised it, yep, and that. then one day just died from old age, would you eat it?
3: Not if it died from old age. No.
2: What if it was like still like fine? If it just it just died, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Even though you like raised it from a wee pig? yeah,
3: listen. So somebody that I work with, okay, yeah. he's a server and he has chickens. He yeah. he supplies us with a lot well, of He no, listen, uh, listen. He supplies I'm, us with a lot of eggs, right? Yeah. And the man doesn't slaughter his chickens. Yeah. Just like lets them live. Yeah. I don't understand it. He only I really wants to don't. Well, I think it's different like after they're done laying eggs, or like, so you know, more yeah, or less. No, I like you. you. should One eat the pasture. chicken. Yeah, you know yeah, what I, I mean, you. like you, you, just. But I think I think it's different, it to, or give it to somebody, or sell it to somebody that will eat said chicken. Uh, you know, I think it, it's
2: different for a chicken and a mm-hmm. pig because I feel like if I raised it's the a same pig thing. from no, yeah. I feel like if I raised it from a, a like I don't know what a baby pig is called. A little pig a piglet a piglet yeah oh my god an obvious one uh if, if i raise it from like a piglet like i feel like like they say in paul fiction like a pig has a little bit of personality All right, so
3: yes i agree it's a little more personal i feel like a chicken, chicken
2: has dead eyes they have no, no emotion no
3: doubt but they're still both farm animals man
2: like but i think there's a difference what about what? a cow is there a mason dixon line between what animal you would eat and not eat as a pet I, yeah, and I don't mean like a cat. I, I mean, I wouldn't like if you I lived on eat a farm. Dog
3: or a cat? No. Yeah, but I'm saying but that's yes. I, if I I'm live saying on a cow, farm, chicken
2: and it, pig. Those are the three. Eat them if all. you lived on a farm. Eat them and all. They, okay.
3: If we lived in Canada and you had horses, I'd say eat the horse too. Oh uh, no, because it's legal there. <laughs> okay.
2: Go for it. That went a different way. Why do it? you
3: have the animals? You know, that's what I'm
1: saying. I'm
2: saying. Well, yeah, I guess. But I feel like if you I raised the, it and I, you had it that long, then you those, have a personal connection I with it. I see those kind of animals earlier, more of And then a, don't have a personal connection with it.
3: That's what I'm saying. You okay. Don't let it get to old age. You, you, you,
2: yeah, you don't want Cut wanna, it down while the meat's it fresh. Don't give it a name. Don't fresh. do anything. Well, insert bagot, yes. pig axe. Yes. Okay. That's that's how I feel Fair about it. Fair enough. Whatever. Animals. We'll agree to disagree. That's fine. Okay. And my other question is, do we we'll love or do we hate people who are way too into their jobs? Because I know two different, very different it, examples. I think that it depends on the attitude. The guy at, that works in Mario's Dockside who serves pizza, he gets super into it, and he tells you to enjoy it, and like he's the only guy I've ever met who I genuinely thinks wants me to enjoy it when he says that. I feel yeah, so, I'm all about yeah. him. But there's the guy at the post office who was super into his job, but he was kind of a dick.
3: Well, yeah, okay, so that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. Don't be a dick about it. You can enjoy your job, love it, be a nice guy, but. I say this, I've said it once, I'll say it again, don't be a dick
2: first. If, if you hear somebody with like a cheery attitude, do you just assume it's fake? Most
3: of the time until I start talking to them. Yeah. yeah. So you have to be genuine about it. You can't yeah. just be like, you can tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you got two brain cells, you can tell when it's genuine and when it's not. Yeah. Be genuine about it. If you're not, then act like you hate your job. It's more
2: relatable.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go.
2: <laughs> That's
3: where I'm at. With <laughs> Thank it. you,
2: Cheech. Now we're gonna take a break. Now, uh, like I said, listen to me on uh, Jeff Fieldhouse's podcast, Babyface Assassin. Maybe yeah, we'll put the link in there. I'll just put the yeah, link, put and the then link go in, in, in the. Click through the. We stuff. are up uh. for uh, Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Magazine's Best in the Berg for podcast. So click through that too, if you so please. Uh, but Vote we're gonna for take a poor man. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> yeah. Love uh,
1: it.
2: Oh yeah, I do want to shout out to Poor Man's Brewing. I think they're outside of Philadelphia. They're in the east side of the state, but they just won. There's like a bracket for. Uh, breweries in Pennsylvania, and they just want it for Poor Man's Brewing. So I'm going to, yeah, a round of applause for Poor Man's Brewing. Unfortunately, we can't get their beer beer yet, but I'm talking to them. We're going to work on it. Hope so. Thank you, Sheesh. Let's take a break, and we'll come right back with Eric McKenna. Hey, this is Matt Light, and you are listening to Poor Man's Podcast. Actually, nobody's listening to this. (laughs) Welcome back. We are here at 565 Live in Bellevue with guest Eric McKenna. Eric, thank you for taking the time to join us. I'm very excited to have you on tonight. Everyone has had great things to say about you. Oh, God. They're all lying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, uh, the the, the last few weeks I've had, uh, actually, it's been the last week. As soon as I put your name on there with the picture and posted it on there, I've had a ton of people, oh, former great. guests that have come on and like, oh, you're you're going to love it. Oh, I'm humbled. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate yeah, absolutely. That. So uh, for everybody listening, can you give us a little bit of uh, background about yourself? You're, you're a podcaster. You just started a radio show in Beaver. I'll let you touch on that. Yeah. Actually, I'll let you give some background, <laughs> and then I'll ask you. I have a million questions. All I'm right. so excited. Okay, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, probably the 60-second tour
0: of uh, Lifetime Pittsburgh resident, grew up in Coriopolis, somehow made my way back there later in life. Uh, My wife and I did. Um, Nothing really special, just, you know, Robert Morris flunked out, um, (laughs) meandered my way through sales. I I started a guitar company um, very uh, haphazardly in the late 90s when the internet was young. It somehow grabbed legs, and I got very, very fortunate. Uh, The name of the company was Boogie Street Guitars. Uh, we carried that all the way to 2014. Very blessed to work with um, rock stars that I had. put po- their posters on my walls at yeah Just yeah. nutty, nutty times. Good times.
2: Um, I've seen all the work that you've done with Paul Stanley, right? Yeah, that was probably
0: my biggest so fish, fish in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Just then, that rock legend. Yeah, he's, he, <laughs> yeah. Was, he was my childhood hero. I mean, that's the ironic part about the whole serend- the serendipitous yeah. nature of what happened to me. but. Um, yeah, and it ran its course around 2014. I was kind of a little bit too young at that time to retire.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I had to figure out what the next thing was, but I just could not go back to a desk job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm unmanageable. (laughs) (laughs) I got very fortunate again and, uh, I tried real estate and it just stuck being a realtor just suited me. So I've been doing that since, uh, 2013, 14, just having a blast. And then the podcast came around in 2019 after Doing a radio real estate show for a couple of years on yeah. WBVP down in uh, Beaver County. Loved it. Didn't Wasn't too crazy about the commercials and all that stuff. Yeah. It was very anti-commercial, but it, it served its purpose. The podcast was fascinating based upon what I was ingesting, like Rogan and, and some of the others. I love the long-form conversation, right. the deep dive, so to speak. I looked around town in Pittsburgh here, and there was a lot of podcasts, a lot of really good ones. And I And I said, but... It's not really what I want. I want a relaxed, video-polished talk show. Yeah. If the audio portion becomes a podcast,
1: cool. I didn't want
0: to go from a commercial bank. Can I actually self-fund this thing and just do it for myself and see if anyone else cares? I figured we'd do it for a couple months, and it just kind of... Here we are, you know, three years later, it's still it's still going. It I know just
2: from stuff. seeing the pictures and watching some of them, it, it, it looks great. The product you yeah. put out there. It's, it's yeah, I definitely just had not, a lot yeah. of
0: fun. Way more fun than I even thought that I was going to. It's yeah. kind of enriched, you know, without getting too esoteric. It just really, I met a lot of amazing people through the journey. People right. that probably were outside of my sphere anyways, if I hadn't done the show. And um, it's kind of like, it takes the... It took all the great things about the radio show I had yeah. and left out all the shit, like all the, you know, the commercial <laughs> yeah, breaks yeah, and yeah. the reads and all that nonsense. Yeah. So being able to customize it. Now, I'm back on radio again, so I guess I got to kind of <laughs> yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine, Rocco Coza, entertainment attorney here in Pittsburgh and yeah. business attorney. We're doing a, a show called the, uh, the Entrepreneurial Life. Right. Just talking about not so much once you decide to do it, but the process of leading up deciding whether or not you should take that road. Should you consider leaving the 9 to 5, leaving an employee environment and taking that leap? And then we're kind of trying to vet out those questions and concerns to kind of bounce that around. So it's added a little more complexity to my life, but I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, that just started this past Saturday, right? Yeah,
0: we had our first show this
2: past Saturday. And how did that go?
0: (laughs) It was great. It was like riding a bike. My last show there was in um, December of 19, right before the world went to...
1: Yeah, so, yeah,
0: uh, but yeah. So for me, it was like riding a bike. Rocco is such an accomplished speaker and author, and you know he's, he gave a TEDx talk. I mean, he just oh really? This wow. guy's very accomplished. But again, put somebody on live radio. Yeah, know, it's, it's a little different. So I think it was an eye opener for him. But we had a great time, and I'm looking forward. The show's gonna be a lot of fun.
2: That is one of the things, and like you were saying, uh, you were asking about if we were doing live here, or just recording, and you know we started doing the live thing, and it, that's maybe maybe it's a blessing and a curse. I forget that we're live immediately listen i don't even think
3: about it yeah, yeah. i don't think about you, it, it at it's all just you and me talking i'm like yeah, you know yeah, there are people
2: yeah. are listening i guess yeah. but i don't it's not at the that, forefront that's the beauty of this format
3: yeah when you do it right it should
0: come across conversational
2: that's what i love and that's what i love in like listening to a podcast is i like those long form you know have a conversation like the deep dive like tell me i when, when i tell a story for better for worse. I give like way too, too much, much background. Yeah. Cause you need to know no all doubt. the, all the dynamics <laughs> for the story to really yeah. tell. And yeah. I can't do that in, you know, five minutes. He was wearing a yellow shirt yeah. on and you have to <laughs> <understand>. January 2nd <laughs> yeah. at 732. But, but everything seems important. And I'm telling the story and I'm like, well, you have to understand this and this. <laughs> and I, yeah, that's what I like about this is it gives you the, the opportunity to, to have a deep conversation and get somewhere yeah, kinda... without, cause if you listen to a lot of stuff on, on like, say like a normal radio thing, if they if they have like the seven minute increments or whatever the small bites it's are. It's tough. It's hard to get there, it's tough. get them interested, ask the question, and then have a back and forth. When you have an hour or something or however long you want to go, however long the conversation goes, right. it's freeing and you can get into whatever. And really that's when you kind of uncover things that are more interesting than just like the surface things people normally 100%. talk about.
0: 100%. Yeah, I think people are just starving for conversation in general because when I started... Uh, I had some trepidations, like, well, is anyone going to
1: get in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, for sure, who's
0: going to be on here? What am I? What areas am I going to tackle? The biggest thing was, do people really want to buy into a conversation that long? Yeah, right. You know, but the reality is, if any, if, if podcasting, especially Rogan, and I point to him because he was the first to put it on video, yeah. and get a listers, you know, right, and guests, right. but it did prove that. There's a thirst for more yeah. than a soundbite. We are the anti-soundbite. That's the name. That's the moniker for my show because I just, you know, we, we, we talk we talk in little bits at, at each other all day long. It's a text message. we're buried into our phones. And, see, I come from a different generation where, you know, uh, we used to sit down on a couch in a coffee table in a bar. We used to sit down and enjoy media together. We used yeah. to enjoy conversations where for me to look at how life is now – We're not really, we're just talking at each other. The whole purpose of of my gig is just to slow it down, take a breath, and really vet out and enjoy the conversation. If one person listens to it, I'm fantastic. If you get a couple thousand, I'm even more flatter. But it really is about slowing the process down and really getting people to relax and do what we used to do, and that was talk to each other. Not at each other, talk with each other. And I think that's the essence of what I'm trying to do with the project.
2: I I love that. And that's what that's like, I was just saying, that's what I like to listen to. And that's what kind of we would like to do is to get into that deeper thing. And I think just the way society is going so much is the instant gratification, the TikTok thing of what can you get for me in 15 seconds? What can you get for me in a minute? And there's just no substance to it for, Uh -uh. for me. And like, I get the people that are into it, but for me, for what I do, I don't feel like there's any substance to that. So I've, like I, that's why I like doing that. There's a place for it. If, if you can do that, then good for you, man. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I feel like that's yeah. not the place for me as much. a place and for everything. Yeah. For
0: yeah sure. It has a niche. It's just that I, 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 I think this is proof that, uh, you know, I think we've been conditioned to ingest everything in short spurts. Yeah. News headlines, you know, all that yep. nonsense. It isn't that we really want it that way. Yeah. I think that's just the way society has pushed us. And I, like I said, I'm just trying to break the norm and, Get down, and even I, I speak faster than I should. I should also leave, you know, heed my own lesson here in that I should slow myself even down more than I do. Um, but the idea really is to have that comfortable conversation. At times, can be uncomfortable, but through all of that, there's a beauty. Yeah. And I, I'm astounded at the amount of people that come into the show, how long they stay. Uh, it's 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 really puzzling flattering humbling and really at times odd yeah because i don't have an explanation of what's <laughs> going on out there that's causing this yeah but i love it i love that more people are ingesting deeper longer relaxed conversations
2: that's always a compliment like for us for, especially for me when when we have somebody on and they're like yeah no definitely we'll, we'll stay on for another 10 minutes or we'll let's keep talking oh we didn't even realize we were talking for an hour yeah, or whatever 100%. stuff I like mean, that like
0: do it do it right and yeah it's got to be an honest exchange, and, and authenticity is big for me, and I don't think a person can be your guest if they don't have enough time to really truly be themselves in a relaxed fashion. Yeah. And the only way you do that is through conversation. I, I've done plenty of guest spots on radio and, and things like that, and you, you're, all you, well, we got three minutes, we've got five minutes, we got seven minutes. You know, you really can't. Yeah, kind of it put so much pressure
3: on anyone. that and like, yeah, I feel it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just I, just and... like, I mean,
0: I'm back on radio, but, but we structured the show there, where we're getting blocks of like 12 minutes and all, and 22 minutes. So we had these That's long huge. blocks and yeah. right? yeah. pushed all the, the commercials that were required into like other blocks. So they weren't so sporadic. Yeah, Cause you just because you just can't do it effectively if you cannot engage that audience. Yeah. You know we're we're not giving sports headlines here. We're not giving the weather. We're not giving them little bits of useful information. This is more about a subject matter. Yeah. And you can't talk about a subject matter in sound bites cuz then you end up with CNN or Fox News and I have no interest in, in yeah. associated with any of that garbage.
2: Do you think that going forward it'll be more like for radio? It'll be more of the short clips, just what can you give me real quick or do you think it'll come kind of go back in the all off- Opposite direction where it's longer form.
0: Yeah. Do you mean in terms of like what I see and like what radio is going?
2: Yeah. Just the way radio is going forward because I feel like we're just moving in a way where it's like, give me as much as I can as fast as I can. Yeah.
0: And we've, we've kind of conditioned ourselves to want to ingest our our information that way and shame on us. But I think there's a, there's a yearning, there's a thirst to get more in a different format and to have a conversation. The, The, the sad part about this, you know, and this is a comedy podcast, right? I'm probably the least funny person you <laughs> ever fucking going to have on this show. Oh, we, we say this, it's but a but comedy saying, podcast. Like yeah, but, no, but, I, but honestly. We make jokes. I want right. to just talk to people. All right, yeah, absolutely. All right well, ultimately, ultimately, the, the, the sad part commentary or the sad commentary of why this is successful is this is proving that the public is thirsting so badly yeah, we're real conversation that they're willing to go listen to other people, have conversations and eavesdrop in on their conversations yeah. because they're either too, either that they don't know how to do that themselves or they are uncomfortable doing it themselves or I don't know maybe they're too lazy to do it maybe the, yeah. the devices has conditioned us I don't know what the thing is
4: but yeah. if you really
0: look at it it's a little dystopian it's a little sad think about the fact that we have to go watch other people. Have conversations. Like, there's yeah. a thing where kids are opening presents on YouTube no, I know. or something yeah. so like that. Hey. I'm aware. And, like, yeah, and I, I, I just, you know, I, the old guy in the room just learned about it. I, I learned about it from uh, a buddy of mine. It,
2: I have you know, a five like, and a six year old. Well, there you go. So I and learned the yeah, hard like, way. I
0: had to be told this seven times before I really could understand Yeah the kids were opening presents, and the parents, I guess, were videotaping them and then
2: making a ton of money. They make so
3: <laughs> millions of if dollars. You, if you
2: want to be really crazy. pissed off, just search for like the net worth of any YouTube star.
1: Well, well Seriously, fucking. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't get me, me started.
0: Sorry, bro. But honestly, but honestly, I don't even. I'm a capitalist, so I'm okay with. Oh that. no, I'm
2: cool with it. But if you but just want yeah. yeah. like to, not for it.
3: something that fucking stupid.
2: Well, though, hey, if I feel they pay like. for it,
0: they give it, I don't. I'm kind of But that's like that. That's But what that really says. More, people is more. It's, it's more, it's more a reflection on the actual society who yeah. are actually on the
2: consumer would actually sit and consume yeah.
0: that. Where again, there's a portion of our society I believe that is more interested in watching other people live their lives, yeah. in activity, conversation, anything, than they are interested in well, living see, their own. Yeah, life. you see that it's with all so the weird. the
2: Real Housewives, what the Kardashians, any reality any, show. I mean, even the Osbournes, the old school ones, yeah. like. It's let me live through their vicariously so, through so them. You actually
0: much. believe reality show is a thing.
2: I don't believe it's a thing. I believe it's let's put this on so we can get as many eyeballs on, and then if that's what we call reality, then it's reality. Yeah, for I the sake the of E. Yeah, I, I
0: had, a, <laughs> had a conversation. Yeah, speaking, we were talking off camera earlier about the guitar stuff. Uh, had a conversation rather introspective conversation a decade ago with Paul Stanley, and he was making a comment about that Gene Simmons had a show. The Family Jewels. Yeah.
1: And I had made an <laughs>
0: off-the-cuff comment about that show because I guess yeah. at that time, Paul had not appeared on that show. And yeah. he, was, he was walking around the dressing room you know, with his wine, and he said, Eric, he goes, there's two things in life. There's reality, there's television. Yeah. There's reality, <laughs> and there's television. <laughs> Don't mix the two. Yeah. Now then a month later, he appears on the show. He <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. was but, cool but, with it then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah no, no. but I mean, like the, his his whole commentary was that all of it one hundred percent was scripted. Maybe, maybe the it was scripted. Maybe there was some off the cuff stuff that yeah. came out that they kept on. Yeah. But every plot line, well, every storyline, everything was, and there was multi takes. Just it was
2: like a, it was like a process show. The thing that throws me off with, like you were saying, with reality, and I use that term you know loosely is, like, w- like I, I love MasterChef. Even stuff like that, you see, like, the surprise in their home. How'd the camera guy get in their house right. for the surprise shot? Yeah. Like, obviously, it's all, yeah, scripted, it's all scripted, like scripted like that. And even, like, the stuff that is, like, they make it, like... If you want to get it on camera, you have to have a camera guy there. That's not just, like, yeah. there. Like, that's all but like that. But we keep that. Adjusting it's all it, and produced. I can't
0: believe that the public is that gullible and that stupid. Well, maybe we they want to be because it's, it's
2: safe. You have to be smarter than that. But it's it's comfortable, maybe. It's the status quo. It's what they're used to. It's if you question stupid, it, then that's the when it gets scared. It's the comfort
0: of television. I yeah, yeah. it is. I don't
2: know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: It's rubbish to me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> well, how did you, uh, you were just talking about Paul Stanley. How did you get kind of hooked up with that? How do you get, uh, do you have background in, in music? And how did you get hooked up with um, starting the, guitars? Yeah. The guitar thing happened in uh,
0: late 90s for me. Yeah, And I started just buying and selling guitars. Uh, the true story was <laughs> that I had started to really take guitar seriously, uh, therapeutically. I had lost a sibling and my life was a little bit in turmoil. So I started playing a lot. I went out and you know bought a couple guitars. Didn't share that information with my wife, and yeah. I got them in, and yeah. uh, they weren't talking to me. Yeah. I was like, "Ass, ah, isn't it?" But now what am I going to do? So I had to get rid of them before the yeah. bill came. Yeah. So I, there was this thing called eBay, and I just figured, okay, I'll put them up there, and maybe I can make half my money back. And then yeah. they both sold for a profit. Then I said, "Well, wait a second, something's going on here." And that just led to a lot of horse trading and going to shows and just buying inventories out, turning around and selling them, yeah. coming up with the name Boogie Street. And then in 2003, I either was delusional or I had this ridiculous idea <laughs> that I know what kids want to play. I can yeah. design a guitar that looks this way and kids will buy it. Now, I don't know where that came from, but I uh, I tried to sell this idea to Gibson, Fender, Paul Reed Smith, uh, Peavey, uh a couple other ones, and I got got the doors thrown in my face and the last one on my little white paper list there was washburn guitars out of chicago wasn't a company i ever really took seriously Mm -hmm. as a player their product yeah i went to talk to the owner of the company he took it seriously i gave him some ideas and we started working the first projects we had with roger waters of pink floyd he ends up giving me the name of their artist relations guy in in these phone numbers and he had he's an austrian he was talking in this austrian accent which i Probably will butcher here, but he's like, the, 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 call these people if you get them on the phone, <laughs> and you do business, we'll give you exclusivity. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, so I just, checks out for me.
1: I just <laughs> yeah, things,
0: yeah, and I just and you know it just worked, and so the we we were with bag Daryl for the last couple of months what? before we split. <laughs> yeah, before before he went to the dean, and he unfortunately he was killed, and. We, we we kinda like made a name for ourselves with our work with Dime initially and then from there. I didn't know that. I, I no, thought I, I mean did neither. some
2: research and then I mean Paul Stanley's huge. Dimebag Daryl and Patera and like it yeah. just Yeah,
0: that was the, that was for like real, our first man. and it, we, <laughs> we we got him when he was leaving so Washburn. Sad. So i yeah, got him yeah. at the very tail end of his career there and unfortunately he was killed on stage months after that. Right. Um, but from there, we worked with like the guys from Black Label Society. We worked with a lot yeah. of Dan Donegan yeah. from Disturbed, Nuda Betancourt from Extreme. We worked with a lot of Washburn signature uh-huh. artists, and we would make custom versions yeah. of their guitars exclusive to Boogie Street. Yeah. And we we commissioned them with a better quality. We commissioned them with unique specs. Yeah. It just it just worked. I mean, That's I just so fell in a mud sick. puddle and came up smelling like a rose. I, yeah. I, I don't know how Fuck that yes. happened. Yeah. And, we, and then I just made a joke uh, with Rudy, you know, one trip to Chicago in 2005, I would say, hey, you should bring Paul Stanley of Kiss back because he was with your company at one time. Yeah. That's my childhood hero. You imagine yeah. how many guitars I would get behind then. Yeah. And I got a phone call like four or five months later, and there was a group call, and Paul was on the phone, I just was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And that's... that just started an amazing um, eight-year run there with Paul. And Washburn and just you know and the Kiss Army and all the Kiss fans and it was just uh, very blessed.
2: That's awesome. Awesome. My first concert I've ever seen was Kiss. Oh, right on. Yeah, (laughs) so Uh, I I went there. It wasn't when they. It was when they had Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer, I think, at the time. It was probably 2013. Still have, yeah. Okay, yeah. It was back then, but yeah, it was an awesome show. Uh, You guys are so young. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. No, it wasn't before that. Yeah, I was born in '90. But uh, did you, did you take pairs of jeans at all? (laughs) Did you, uh, did you take uh, photography too for, for that?
0: Yeah. Photography was a a hobby uh, that I always had. And then uh, when digital came, it was fascinating to me because it was like, wow, I mean, I can take a picture. I don't have to get it developed. And if I don't like the picture, I can just get rid of it. Delete it. Uh Shoot it again. As opposed to getting film developed and all that stuff. So when I started Boogie Street, I would take a lot of photos of uh, the guitars we did. Yeah. And then naturally, when I started working with Paul, you know, I got, you know, they gave me carp long to go to all these shows and shoot behind the scenes in front of the stage. So I did a lot of Kiss photography for a two or three year period there, too. Um, and some other bands. But yeah. th- but ultimately, the photography end was just a hobby that fit nicely into what I I, I did with the guitar business. But I never, I, I, there was always the, the process of, of or, or the thought of taking that full time. It just never really grabbed me from a commercial. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, You know, but it worked out great for the work that I did with, with uh, the guitars, for sure.
2: Is that something you're still doing?
0: Um, I take a lot of photos of my family, much yeah. to, probably <laughs> to my children's, you know, they're all grown now, but much to, much to their, to, uh, well... They were very spiteful of that when they were little. Yeah. I probably have the most photographed children in history. I've got well over a million photos in uh, Amazon photos. Oh, Amazon Prime wow. photos. So all indexed, you know, which is cool. It'll be worth more to my family, hopefully, than my couch will be once I leave this earth. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's, uh, it's a little legacy I'm pretty proud of. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure.
2: That's, that's so cool that you got to do all of that with all yeah. of them. Now, back to the uh, kind of the entrepreneur thing. Yeah. Is, is there anything yeah. you can kind of – so you're going to – Talk to entrepreneurs in the area and talk to them or kind of just give advice or yeah. how, how, how is that show kind of, what do you expect out of that show going Yeah, forward? it's a good
0: question. It's going to evolve, obviously, because one thing I learned about radio, uh, at least the shows I've been involved with, you start out with a premise and either the show gets cut or the show gets expanded or yeah. the, uh, I started out as a real estate talk show host. Right. About four weeks into that gig, I looked at the producer and said, Hey, I'm out of material. Yeah. I mean, I'm a pretty good realtor, but I mean, like, you only, can only do so much. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it turned into a variety show, and then all of a sudden, like, the people of Beaver County just kind of grabbed to it. Yeah. And we, we ran with it for three years. In this instance, we have ideas about, we want to eventually bring entrepreneurs and talk about the journey. You know, you can talk about the mechanics of doing LLCs and all that stuff, but we're really there to talk about and hear about individual stories of people who entered the entrepreneurship and either did great or did poorly, and we want to hear about the journeys. We want to share as much information on real-life experiences to help people either decide to do it, decide not to do it, or just entertain. Yeah, You know, some people love, again, listening to other people's stories and things they do, even if they have no desire to do it themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, who knows where it's going to go. We're on for two hours uh, every Saturday on Beaver County Radio, and it might go to three hours. It might go to one hour. It depends if they kick us off the air or not. Yeah. I, I don't know. But but for right now, I'm pretty excited about it. It's going to be able to, uh, to again, have great conversations in a little limited format, yeah. of course. But talk to entrepreneurs and talk to people who have who, the movers and shakers in Pittsburgh who have really – done some really amazing thing. And basically it all comes out of the ideas in their head, right? Are there any, creativity.
2: yeah. Are there any like traits that you see in successful entrepreneurs that you see in almost all of them? Is there something that like anybody listening could do that you think would be simple enough that, you know, they could factor into their everyday life?
0: Yeah. I mean, the the, the broad concept would be discipline. Yeah. If you're a fucking undisciplined person working for Bob yeah, and you go work for yourself, You're not gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. Unless you can learn how to change, because if you're undisciplined as a human being, which most of us have a little bit of that. Yeah. But if you're an undisciplined employee, odds are likely entrepreneurship might not be the right decision for you unless you make some wholesale changes in your life. Yeah. Yeah, So I think discipline's probably the biggest thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's just from us doing the show. I realized like certain things, like just. You know, every week, putting it up, putting something out there. And just, I feel like, just on a small scale, and I'm sure it works on a bigger scale, just doing something like there's so many people that talk about doing things or critique things yeah. or say they should do it this way, but they don't actually they don't go do, do anything it. themselves. Yeah. And I think just the physical act of actually doing something, yes. putting pen to paper, doing like actually physically doing something is just leaps and bounds ahead of what a lot of other people do. Just well, talking think, about it. I think half of the half
0: of it, definitely half of it is actually having the guts to do it yeah taking that idea and actually taking the first step and actually doing it disciplines kind of come from that you right. know, like, you, know uh, you know we're on show 268 and I, I do all the yeah. editing there's a process I gotta prepare for the show conduct the show then go edit the show launch the show and they probably I could farm some of that stuff out but I kind of at this point you know it's a, kind of a hobby I enjoy it right but if I don't have structure to my life, I wouldn't get to the real estate. I wouldn't get to the family activities. I wouldn't be able to do those things if I didn't have some kind of structure. And I'm far from perfect. Yeah. And I fight my schedule every day. Yeah. But, yeah. but without discipline, nothing gets done. And I would just say that, you know, that, that if you want the advice, should you maybe think about going into entrepreneurship, a lot of things to look at. Financial being important, but man, yeah. personal discipline has got to be at the top. Yeah. Do you have it?
2: And there's, I think there's a lot of people who think they do. And then like at the first sign of when like, okay, it shove, didn't, yeah. it didn't work out this time. I know just from doing this on like, like on a smaller scale, like I said, we've been doing this for a year, but like, there's certain times where like, you don't get the feedback you think you're going to get and you have to, you know, do it again next week or just, well, you know, putting out a product and stuff. It's, yeah, it can yeah. be terrifying if you're not used to it. It's not yeah. like, you know, everybody has this background. it just see, doing that. See, so
0: it's, it's an interesting topic. The philosophy of my show is completely different, and I do not even remotely recommend it to any other podcast. Yeah. But w- my show is completely non commercial. Mm-hmm. I have no intentions on taking sponsors, don't want any sponsors. And I've turned them down. Matter of fact, I just. Recently turned down one that made me kind of shake my head a little bit, but I, I did it because I just want a certain kind of conversation. I want no one to have their hooks into me. Right. I want to, I just want to do what I want. There's a price for, for freedom.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And at this point in my life, I don't need, you know, the Lord's blessed me. I'm in a good position in my life. I don't need to monetize this thing. Yeah. But that does give me a whole other element of freedom, and I'm not saying that's the right path for most podcasters. There's yeah. a really, there's a good livelihood in here if it's done right. I believe that. It's just not, that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. Now, the, the the crazy thing about being a rockhead like me and just yeah. doing stuff and keep doing it and doing it, I look at it like this: if you do something enough, you will naturally become better at it. Yeah, You just keep doing it and doing it. You don't worry. You don't worry about how many viewers don't. If one person's watching, just go back and keep doing it and keep doing. That's the great thing about America. I'll get off my soapbox in a second. But the <laughs> bottom line is if you do something well enough and you yeah. do it long enough and sure. you do it with quality and you kind of like these little little improvements, you, you get the improvements will come by osmosis for God's sake. Yeah. But if you keep doing it, you will be successful. Yeah. You, you the, the rock band Kiss, right? Greatest example in the world. Not the best musicians. Really weird, it's a yeah. weird band. And they, they were weird when they came out, but they kept bludgeoning the American public yeah. with that logo, with merchandising. That I was logo, just, that logo, and all of a yeah. sudden now you might not know one song they sing, but you but you, you see that logo, that logo, you know that's some crazy rock band with face paint and boots. From America, that is that are are very and they're very wealthy. You you know that if you know nothing else, and so they bludgeoned their selves on the American public. They didn't care about trends. They didn't care (laughs) about anything. And that if you take that little lesson into business and you have it in you and you believe in yourself, just do it to the point of nauseousness, and eventually, odds are likely. It will work. It may take time, yeah. but it will work. The problem is I don't think the attention span with yeah. most humans anymore is that great. Who knows the desire level? But if you really believe in something, how much do you believe in it? Do you believe in it doing it regardless of all the naysayers and, and all the bullshit? Can you do it for three or four years? Right. To try to make it.
4: And everybody <laughs> yeah. else is telling you no, you're wasting
0: <laughs> your time. You know, if you have that kind of belief in your in your vision, eventually. Eventually, you're going to make it. That is the American dream, and it will happen. But you have to, you have to gut through the hard times. I don't know if most folks are cut out for that.
2: I agree, and I, I do. I do think that, it, like you do, every morning. Like you might not wake up and want to do it. More often than not, you don't. But like just doing it and just doing it, it's like, like exercise. I, I think right? people don't realize how much power they they could have if they just, like you said, were disciplined and yeah. just did it. Yeah, and believe me, I'm not
0: the most disciplined person. There's plenty of areas in discipline. I need. To, I mean, I, no, I'm not I don't like all, making my yeah. bed in the morning. I don't like getting up at a certain time yeah. every day, But day. I'm
2: disciplined uh, on
0: Mondays. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah, we all are. We're yeah, right. at the start of the new year. We're very disciplined <laughs> for, the first, for the first week there. Yeah. But, I mean, like, just exercise in general. It's an important thing. I mean, we know it's an important yeah. thing, yet we still – would rather lay
2: on the couch and eat Fritos
0: and watch Netflix.
2: Well, yeah, that's I, one of those I, things. Like, you know, like, uh, you know for, for ages, you always hear diet and exercise, oh. and just you know, do that. But it's it's not mm-hmm. sexy, so people want like, okay, give me the chocolate sexy. diet where I eat chocolate for a week and lose. You 10 know bucks. what
0: fascinates me though? <laughs> it, fasc, it Fascinates me. You yeah. take A guy like David Goggins, right? If you're familiar with David Goggins, I don't David Goggins is like an ultra marathoner, um, a, a, a Navy SEAL. Okay. Uh, yeah. he, he's huge on social media now. He wrote a book called uh, You Can't Hurt Me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like one of the top best-selling books ever. Yeah, David Goggins been on Rogan multiple times. The uh-huh. thing is, this guy is such a a workout fanatic, yeah. and he is in your face about it, right? He is probably up there, like in the, probably the top 20 Instagram people on the planet. Look up his numbers, yeah. right? Yeah. He's so popular, yet most people... Don't fall. No, they don't do what he says. No, yeah, I mean they listen to him. Yeah. So all these motivational gurus in our society are real popular, like you know. But if they were really that popular and people were buying into this stuff, yeah. you know, our society would look a lot different. Well, I think <laughs> a, a, a lot there, that, does, right? I think a lot of people
2: <laughs> think that they're one way, but it's not the real reality. Like, what do you mean? Like okay, like maybe I think that uh, I I do put in all all the effort that I do, but am I really at the end of the day like I? I don't it's like know. you convince yourself that you're yeah. doing all these things, but so you're not. And like you solution. make excuses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, then, and it's like okay, for well, sure. okay. You see a lot of people who like. I, oh, I would agree this, with
3: Chris though. I feel like there's like a lot of
2: people to do that This like roadblock is shit. enough for me. Like I w- I did this, but I, you know, I have this. Mental illness, but you know right? what? but that's okay. and I'm not, I'm not bashing no, mental no, illness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is no, a no, no, absolutely. But, but don't they let it use define it as you yeah, don't, don't you know, use There's it a as lot of people that, that do, and don't yeah. let it, you know, <laughs> throw you down you. and like, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not over. It's part of it, but it's not that. Just well, and I think people can overcome, overcome so much. And yeah. and just, I think people like to make excuses and say, well, I could have done this except for that, but I think it's a fear of success, maybe or whatever. We turned it into art form.
1: It's so easy to
2: give up.
0: is an art form. I mean, it's it's an art form. There's an, there's more excuses, <laughs> right? Than there, are, <laughs> than there are reasons to actually
3: do something.
2: Do you want it, or do you want to say you want well, it so people think you? Want. I feel like there's so many
3: excuses that you give one to one person, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I get that." You know, they don't. They're not like, "Hey, why don't you just like get over that?" They're just like, "Oh." I've but I feel there. like I, it's unpopular to
2: call people on shit today, because to <sighs> if you say that, then there's an excuse for, okay, well, you know, You're their dad wrong. did this or whatever, like. Yeah. And I'm not, like, trying to bash it and say that it's not, but, like, at the end of the day, if you want to do it, you have to do it. You have to yeah, do it, and it's regardless of what yeah, happens. Yeah, and
0: like yeah. I said, ultimately, whatever you decide to do in your life is your own decision, and there's nothing wrong. I mean, Jim Rohn, a business philosopher, used to say all the time, and it was great, he goes, if you don't want much... You don't have to become much, yeah, yeah. And that's not a put down. It's like (laughs) if your if if your wants are simple, yeah, then you really don't need to become much, and you will live a very happy life, right? But but if there's more things you want in life, then you need to become more to enable to achieve them.
2: Well, that's I think that's one of the consumer things that you see from businesses doing. Like you need this, you need this in your life, and people don't realize how little they actually do need. Yeah. Yeah. That's human because Because your neighbor does this. You don't want to be left out. You don't want to be the loser who doesn't have the new whatever.
0: Yeah, we're all guilty in that regard. But, I mean... I, I, mm. I just I just think in the end, it really comes down to are you happy with your existence? <laughs> yeah. And obviously, Boggins is so popular. He's got millions and millions of followers. I mean, this is a hardcore runner. Like, he runs like 30, 40, 50 miles a day. His feet That's bleed. Insane. He the wait. dude's a nut. I've, it's I've okay. seen his and, and, and I feel like I recognize him and he, you know, he's a lot of vulgarity, you know, and it, it, but it's he really is. Rev, people revel about it, and I think he's reaching everybody. Yeah. But obviously, very few are actually being inspired by him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that, and I find that it, the Rock, right? You can always yeah. see him lifting on social media. One of the most famous men in the world, you know, talking about virtue of like good nutrition, all this stuff. But I mean,
2: I think a lot of really, is, really yeah. is emulating. I think a lot of people do see it and they're like if I wanted to I would do it and almost like they, they say it's a choice like but then they choose to never do that's it. That's okay if they're but truly think, but happy I, if they're truly happy but my argument would be I don't
0: think they are. If you were if you were truly happy you wouldn't be spending time paying attention to David Goggins mm-hmm. or the Rock mm-hmm. yeah.
2: because you know yeah. They're really not. What there. do you need they're to rule really really that. I think the truly happy people are as far away from social media and all that stuff as possible. As go I, I go sit in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I, I mean, like I I said, that's I, for
0: me, but, like, yeah. I just want people to be happy in what they're doing. I think that's the thing. Like, I would love to see more people happy with their state. Whatever state they have, embrace it and be happy. But do you also think? understand that you're in that state, and if you're unhappy... There's a good chance, not 100%, but there's a good chance that you're there because you kind of want to be there. I was, your actions are leading to that.
2: Do you think most people want to be happy?
1: I would hope so. Uh,
2: I, would I, hope I, so. I would hope so, too. <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot of people who, who almost find their identity in like being like not happy or like, okay, this is like almost like it's like, woe is me kind of thing, and their identity is in that.
0: Yeah, there was a genre of music back in the early 90s that really not grunge there was like uh depeche mode kind of stuff yeah they all were dark and black And I'm like a cure but i used to go to like know you that. know you, you know i would go on a date and i'd take this this girl to this band mm-hmm. and like a depeche mode and i went there and yeah. everybody's dressed in like white makeup and black <laughs> yeah. outfits and they're all you know everything's yeah. just depressing And i'm like what is this yeah. you want to be miserable
2: you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't
0: know. I mean, but
2: I think that is, I think it really is a choice at like a certain like, point. Cause like I'll wake up, I'm like, I'm not happy today. But then it's like, am I trying to make myself happy? Cause like th- it know. doesn't just find happen comfort
3: like that. in being Like I think people think you know? that they you should think? just be happy. I do. I okay. I, I do. And okay. I'll tell you why, because okay. I was, I definitely found comfort in being miserable for a while. For sure.
0: Goth is what I'm looking for. Oh, uh, definitely. Goth, yeah. Goth music. I don't know <laughs> if I was a goth kid, but like, <laughs> well, but to me, no, it's an old, older person looking at that going, no, yeah, that's no, the no. genre of music I don't want any parts it just, of. Right? It
3: felt yeah. comfy, you know, lower expectations, you know, nobody ever yeah, like, that's okay. thought anything like, of you if if or whatever, you and you want, just kind of got over. If that's all
0: you want, I salute that. If that makes you happy, that's great. I just find it interesting you would say
3: people can be happy... Being miserable. I don't know if it's happy. It's not happy. They're, happy. It's comfortable. They're, they're comfortable okay. being being okay. in that because okay. there are lower expectations and like people are just okay. like, oh, we don't expect this fucker to do anything at all because they're <laughs> miserable. Yeah. You know, you expect that's what my
0: parents probably said about me growing up. <laughs> oh, that's what my parents said. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I showed but,
3: them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I feel like the, just
0: comfort, no, yeah,
3: comfort I, I in certain it, things. But that's, but that's the
0: beauty of life, right? Everybody, yeah. Everybody is different. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But there's a lot of mysteries and puzzles. And like I, that whole in, that whole influencer thing on social media, I laugh my ass off. It's true. Some some kid can become a real estate agent and, and do some kind of social media campaign and then sell like 100 houses in a week. Yeah. It could happen. Or, you know, kids open presents online. The parents film them. They make a couple million dollars. But the thing is, those are few and far between. Yeah, there's I think six people. Yeah. And all the other <laughs> kids are looking at that going, oh, I can go do that. Yeah. Be soci- I mean, you're going to see social media influencer college courses at some point in time. It's oh, for sure. It's going to happen. Absurd. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just Yeah. yeah.
2: There Sushi. might be an entire the uh technical college on it or whatever. <laughs> I'm not kidding like the Are you see like cosmetology like, like, and like art art institute Why wouldn't of, you have that? Yeah. If, oh, if they can sell media it, why wouldn't they? <laughs> I, I, and people I will ya. sell it because they'll be sold on the hope that I'll be viral uh, and, and right. I'll go. Oh, if I do this course, and I'll go do whatever. And it's the same, sh- whatever. No, nah, nah, <laughs>
0: no. Social media. Social media to me is fascinating. It's uh, it's so a much, fascinating so it's uh, an illusion, but it's also a great marketing tool yeah. right. Oh
2: yeah. Ooh. Some Ooh. of the things you see with just you know, like uh, I think it was the social network. Some of the, just the yeah. the the mental things. It's just creepy almost. You know, the, yeah. the the hold that they can have on your mental state. Well, yeah. I, the I way they set designed,
0: it up. It's designed oh, yeah. in a way to manipulate the way your brain works. Yeah, yeah. I think at I think some point I read that uh, the people who kind of put the swiping Instagram algorithm together, their background was working with slot machines and understanding how the human reacts to a slot machine to keep yeah. you addicted to that. Yeah, that the firm was right, involved yeah, yeah. with the whole swiping right. thing. So that's a little... That's a little deep.
2: Yeah. So some <sighs> of that's stuff. Th- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, yeah. It's one of those things like I don't want to look into, but it's also interesting. Yeah. It's, Cause, like Yeah. yeah, And that's the point of podcasting, right? <laughs> yeah. That, I, I think I'm, I'm going to do a deep dive on that next week. <laughs> Absolutely. So where can everybody that's listening find your podcast and watch it? Yeah. We're, um, we have a Facebook channel
0: as well. We were actually started as a Facebook mm-hmm. show. We were never live, but uh, the Eric McKenna project on Facebook is uh, a big hub for us. But, uh, my new website just launched. It's ericmckenna.com. Mm-hmm. My realtor Practice is there. Some Boogie Street History is there as well. Uh, and then the show links are there. But on the audio version, we're everywhere. Spotify, Google, Apple, Spreaker. All yeah,
1: you, absolutely. You know, drill. <laughs> yeah,
0: But uh, we also have a YouTube channel. I don't pay any attention to it, but all of our shows are also indexed on YouTube as well, too. So, um, Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Everybody definitely check through all that, please. And we we definitely. I mean, we're not done yet. I I have I have a couple other questions. Here we go. Uh, Uh, The the most important of which, the most important of which, and it's it's important, and I'll tell you in a a second why. Sure, we're going to ask you about your least favorite movie character, and Mm -hmm. the reason why it's extra important Mm -hmm. is because next week is our one year. It's our it's our one year. Right on. Um, But your answer will be the thirty second entrance. Into our least favorite movie character Which is a perfect number for a bracket So going forward After your answer
1: for, yeah. Oh yeah. We, <laughs> yeah we
2: have them up on there uh, So for the, for the Rest of April we're going to have it up on uh, Instagram and Facebook or whatever really? You'll be able to vote on least favorite really? movie characters But we're interested Eric to hear what you have to say for your least favorite movie character,
0: you want it right now? Where, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So, I don't really watch movies that often. I'm not a big movie buff. Um, if I hear about a good movie, I'll go out and do it. But I don't yeah. follow characters like right. a John Wick character, yeah, maybe, maybe Bond, but I dig Bond, so he could yeah. be at least who's
2: your favorite Bond before we get into it.
0: Oh, uh, I, uh, I see, I'm a
3: Daniel Craig guy,
2: I am too. Oh, no, shit. I, think, I think he does a good job. I like Pierce, good Brosnan. answer. Man. Uh, Pierce, Pierce really. Brosnan. Was, that,
3: I, that when I was growing up, my we, my Brosnan's dad hilarious. had all the Pierce Bond movies. Brosnan's.
2: The George Clooney of Batman. He's the first
3: Bond. Bond I ever saw. He he huh. is my Bond. Yeah, he yeah, is my Bond. The right age.
2: I'm not. That's how I grew up. No.
0: in the '70s. I had Roger Moore had pretty much just yeah. grabbed it at that point. Yeah. For, off of Sean Connery. Yeah. I think yeah. there was one guy, and I think there was
3: one guy that came in.
2: I think the there's a, an, an obscure guy. I can't yeah, no, there it, is. It. There yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's George, another blonde George guy. Somebody. <laughs> or yeah, he, like
3: he, I think he had like a movie. Or like <laughs> yeah, or maybe. Who was two. the guy
0: who did the TV show Remington Steel? He did it for a while. I don't know. Pierce Brosnan. What was his name? He was pretty weak. I just um, remember
2: Roger Moore, Sean Connery. Yeah. Sean
0: Connery is my dude. I like uh, him too. Timothy Dalton. Did oh, it. yeah, 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, The guy that did Remington Steel television show, yeah, yeah, he was on for a couple too. But Daniel Craig to me has just got this. Uh, I agree.
2: He does have He's the a, thing. He's got a swagger He's about He's got it, the
0: thing. And he doesn't speak a lot. There's not a lot yeah. of speaking parts to that. Yeah.
2: He looks like he could do the physical stuff more than I b- would believe I think Sean he's, Connery. I think he's really a short guy. Someone say he's oh, like he? five foot four or something. Oh, really? So you Holy never shit. see that Chris, oh, big, Chris
0: think, let's bring him in here. Don't yeah. quote me. Don't uh-huh. quote me. Chris, that's what you're Yeah, Remington Steel was the TV show that this <laughs> one guy. He did it for what was his name? Sean Connery,
2: Roger Moore. So yeah, you you have the the Bond list up, Cheech. George yeah. somebody was George Lazenby. La- Lazenby,
3: Lazenby. Oh, yeah, he did one. How yeah. many
2: Roger Moore movies to, are there? There's a, a Dalton, Pierce
0: Brosnan, Daniel Craig. Maybe it was Pierce Bros. and Was Remington Steele? I didn't you know realize
2: right? Roger Moore did so many. Movies, yeah,
0: he was just you know, Roger Moore's. What well, the bond that I, I knew as a kid, and he yeah. was just like a wet towel, there had no personality. Yeah. He was, but he always got the girl, <laughs> you yeah. had to like that. Well, that was a bond up. thing, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I don't know if I really <laughs> despise characters, but the more I thought about this, like what characters really man. always just annoyed the uh-huh. shit out of me, and I, yeah. I, I think. I think (laughs) (laughs) C-3PO.
2: It's amazing Uh, how many Star Wars answers we've gotten. Yeah, I mean,
0: like, you hear, Uh, like... uh that thing talk and it's yeah. like he's always whining and bitching <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, a, and a little R2's got no hands to yeah. smack him yeah. like he can smack him or nothing he's just always bitching and moaning oh, what
3: him. an answer he's I a, love he's that he's afraid of everything yeah he is he
0: a is fucking,
2: he's yeah. a little pussy I mean, man how did he make it through cat. all
0: those movies survive? and he survive he's afraid of everything he reminds me
2: of the scarecrow from the Wizard of Oz in <laughs> oh Star Wars yes. yeah, yeah, that's, a, know, that's, he a,
1: he that's a pretty good comparison yeah
2: yeah
0: but the scarecrow at least he had a little panache to him. The, I don't know the that, scarecrow that was, really cool, yeah. was kind of like that. that was kind of
2: bad. You know who who the real villain in the Wizard of Oz is? Is the title character? Is the Wizard of Oz because he's a liar True. the whole time. First off, he tells them to go get the wicked the wicked witch's broom so he can tell the to mm-hmm. to give him a brain and a heart and the nerve and all that shit. So he tells them that, and then he says go kill the wicked witch, which is like. Pretty much an impossible task, according to him. He thinks he's like, all right, I don't have to worry about these four because they're going to for sure die from the Wicked Witch and the Flying Monkeys. To his surprise, they beat the Wicked Witch with the water, and all the Flying Monkeys were like, for sure, she sucked, man. Here you go. And then they come back. And then he's like, oh, shit, um, you're alive. Uh, I don't have any of that. Here's a <laughs> diploma and a watch heart and in uh, and, and a pennant. And hopefully you... Cl- he's a liar the whole time.
3: <laughs> shit.
2: How long has that been? How long I, have
3: I been talking I right now, Jesus? I didn't know that you felt this passionately. <laughs> I hate him. I, I'm, I'm He's a liar. we been for a while, and this has never come up. This is a new, oh, my God. But,
2: like, watch it again and okay. see that, and they go. like Dorothy's whole hope to, to coming back, her whole world's been turned upside down. She just killed a witch, and she thinks some other witch is coming at her, and all this is going on. I you you're telling I'm, me to reel it I'm in. am trying to reel you back in. <laughs> no,
0: wasn't was the whole thing a dream? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> but then why, then why we I'm glad you brought it up. It wasn't even real. But, but before
2: with. the dream, the wizard was there because he was in the carriage with the crystal ball where he was a con artist. Watch it again. He has Dorothy come in. While she closes her eyes, he reaches in her basket, pulls out a picture of Annie M, says, Oh, shouldn't you be going back? She goes back gets your head bludgeoned, passes out and then has this dream. The the, the the Wizard of Oz and whoever the guy is, he's the real uh, uh, enemy. Thank you. All I remember was there's little guys that were the lollipop
0: kids, right? We yeah. represent the lollipop yeah. kids. That was the whole, they were the stars of this show.
2: Yeah, they had that at the beginning of the golden or the yellow brick road, which is strange because there's also a red brick road that curves How into it. How many times have you watched this? Movie? I've seen it. I saw it a couple months ago. I get really passionate about he's got things. A, he's got a I have a good memory for <laughs> things that don't bother other people.
1: Oh, yeah, goodness. no,
2: there's like seven things that bother me. About All that right, movie. very So, goodness. if you know movies that well, can you explain
0: to me the Matrix? I, I don't know I the Matrix no very well. I don't know there. Donnie
2: Darko. If anyone's watched that, I've made so a parallel
0: universe or parallel realities is not your cup of tea. But
2: the the thing no. with that, it's like, no. well, you should have read this like side thing that nobody really knows about, <laughs> so you understand why Frank the Rabbit's there. Like, I have no idea. Oh, why do shit. I have to know about the mailbox and like the director's cut? Yeah. Just make the movie make sense. I heard that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Very good. Very good. Any other? Yeah, no. oh I don't God. know. Any other questions, Chris? I like the movie. I just I feel like they're a trying comment? to be too artsy. I don't know.
0: You, you, you said you had some <laughs> questions about the sex
2: business. Yeah. Yes. I did because I saw... I, I'm glad you, you reeled yeah. me back We go in. from, I'm really, trying. we go I'm from trying trying yeah, The Wizard of Oz to Johnny Rotten. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Are you more of a Glenn Matlock or a Sid Vicious guy? Matlock. Yeah. Well, because he could play it, right? he's musical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: really like... A lot of them except for yeah. Rotten. Yeah. Rotten's the only one I really Are you
2: of. a fan of Public Image Limited?
0: Um some. Yeah. Some of it. Yeah, I lived that area era and I really at that time didn't no idea what half that shit was. But once in a while there was a nugget in there. Yeah. And as I got older that eclectic stuff kind of grew on me.
2: Yeah, that was one thing. If you ever see Eric's studio, the the Boogie Street and all mm-hmm. this stuff, in his podcast there, he has some Johnny Rotten pictures and some Sex Pistols stuff. And I'm a big fan of the Sex Pistols. I always love, you know, that, that their album. album. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know they they so nailed they it. You. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That might be best for them, like long wise, because I don't know that they would have been a band to have put together four or five good albums. The
0: the great thing about that band is, to me, is what most people miss, I think, and that is that if you listen to that record, yeah, there is nothing... Now, the image is different, but if yeah. you listen to the record, there's nothing, quote-unquote, punk about that. That is a bludgeoning, hard yeah. rock-slash-metal record with a very unusual vocalist. Yeah. But there's nothing punk
2: i was i was it's funny it's polished yeah very well it is and and the way you were saying that uh, i i I was just watching something a couple days ago and and johnny rotten was saying how it's not like you know like the ramones or someone with a beat like a tempo that's super fast they're like slower but it's just so much passion and like a lot of intensity
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and like i said they only had one record in them they yeah. were done. There, I mean, there there was nothing good come after that. And, and Rotten took a different path. Yeah. A little new age kind of alt, whatever that stuff was. Right, right, know, right. But, which is weird. But, yeah, that one, they needed... I, I, I find it fascinating that they're one of the few bands that have one record that is in that ridiculous thing in Cleveland, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. They're actually... They, were, they, were, they tried to induct them. But yeah. He wrote a DC. Uh, band, yeah, yeah no, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Rotten wrote a letter and basically... Told them to go. Fuck.
2: Around. I don't know what's uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's. I mean, uh, is it just a music Hall of Fame? Well, they should just call it that,
0: right? I don't know how something has started out as a rebellious form of expression <laughs> for teenagers, yeah, which was the idea was supposed to be anti-establishment, all right. of a sudden became now an establishment thing where bands of that era fight amongst each other and there's wars because they can't get in. Yeah, it's like it's taking the whole purpose of rock and roll and kind of throwing it away. Yeah. You know, I don't know, that's just me. No, I I agree. All my bands are old and practically dead now. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> my, my bands from my era are on their last legs.
2: Yeah, but no, I, I absolutely love this. Are you a fan of like the Clash and a lot of the other punk
0: no, bands? I was not a punk rock kid. No? I just thought there was something really. Interesting, and, and I kind of missed the pistols really because I at that time they were around. I was 10 and 11, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I came from a very Catholic, uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. And then there was the song Bodies came out, right? You know, and they started talking about abortion, abortion that yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. That wasn't, gonna, that wasn't <laughs> yeah. gonna happen in the McKenna household, but as, of... as time went on, <laughs> I just like the way that Rotten lives his life in a very unvarnished way, and he'll he just speaks the truth all the time and doesn't care about offending people which most of us could never live that way. Yeah. You know, we just couldn't do that. He had the means to do it and frankly I don't think he cares. So that fascinates me. He's just unvarnished truth all the time.
2: Doesn't Is that a good well. thing or a bad thing? What 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 do we think? I don't
0: know how he's managed to survive all these years
2: living that way. <laughs> because like, just, like I feel like I respect that but I don't think I would like it. It's just not like, for everybody. Like if he was my neighbor, man, yeah. like I respect the hell out of honesty all the time. But if you were there, I don't think I'd like so, you.
0: So that's perfect way yeah. to describe it. And and conversely, yeah. if you search Getty Images or you search yeah, Google yeah. for pictures of Johnny Rodden with any other celebrities, you will only find a very small handful of celebrities that were ever around him and had their photos taken with him. Because yeah. most people either were afraid of him, yeah. intimidated by him, or despised him. So, whereas if you were to search, like, you know, this rock star with these three rock right, stars, right? Right, there's right. There's thousands of yeah. photographs were on a very, red carpet, on very, wherever you, you'll yeah, find yeah, pictures. Yeah. There's a picture of Brad Pitt and him, and there's a picture <laughs> of like, uh, you know, Lemmy from Motorhead. But right. You right, won't right. find a lot of actors or actresses or celebrity types with him. And that's one of the reasons I think he lived that unvarnished thing and probably pissed off a lot of people.
2: Yeah. I also don't think he has a lot of respect for people like that, and probably in that.
0: I think I think you have to earn his respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not that you know people care to, but in his right. world, it's really it's really insular. You
2: know, well, I think celebrities at a certain stature like they expect almost like he's
0: like the anti-celebrity. Yeah, yeah, right. He, but here he's made it to like almost seventy years old, and he's still kind of somewhat a thing. Yeah, you know, which is fascinating to me that that not to basically don't care if you rub. Everybody the wrong way. And I don't care if I make money or not. I'm just going to be myself. And he found a way to make a, a career out of that. Yeah. That's weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's why I
0: think it interests me so much. It's so unvarnished. And all of us can't live that way. Yeah. But I think sometimes we probably would like to. Yeah. But it's probably not socially acceptable. You would well, yeah. Hired, I think that's an outlier. significant other to leave you. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the police want to put you in jail. I mean, you, there's certain things you have to do. There are certain subtle societal niceties you have to do or you're not going to make it through the day.
2: Yeah, no, that sounds good, like, from the outsider, I think, for, like, the idea of it. But, like, the day-to-day, like you're saying, like, you get a parking ticket. You don't give a shit what they say. Like, if people are <laughs> well, going to like relationships, you. And like, <laughs>
0: relationships got to be Right. Relationships you know, have to be bad. I mean, your wife comes you do say, I oh, Do I look fat in this in Yeah. yeah. Or, do you like this dress? And you like, no, it <laughs> well, looks bloody terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not <laughs> going to. Yeah. That shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can just see where that could cause some problems. Yeah. Yes. yeah no, there, no. There's certain types. You yeah. Need no, but Johnny's something. I, I, my goal is, before I end this podcast, when Pill comes back to the States, I'm going to do my damnedest to get him down there for a. Bro, that would be awesome. Be yeah, I'm gonna yeah. try. I got a couple of angles to play. If it happens, it happens. It never it hurts it to
2: try. That's one thing I'm realizing. No. You know, always, you know, you gotta we'll put in the to work, work and offer.
0: You gotta have the guts to try. Yeah. Half the crap that's happened to me in my life that I look back and say, <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Would never have happened if I if some crazy idea didn't flip in my brain and I was crazy enough to just try it. Right. Regardless of who laughed or joked or told me I was nuts. Yeah. You know, because if I listen to other people my entire life, if I had taken those folks' advice instead of doing what I would want, my life would be would have been unremarkable, uninteresting, extremely boring, and I probably would be, you know, sweeping the floor of a subway right, right now. Really, yeah. If I had done what other people thought I should be doing, and instead of what I believed, and and, and you know, and in turn, I've been extremely lucky, blessed with an amazing family. I got a ton of life experiences. A comfortable amount of money where I'm not, you know, hurting. Um, so I'm okay. Yeah. And I think that happens simply by having the balls to do what I want to do, regardless yeah. of what somebody else will tell me. And again, you want to obey, just Don't don't go out. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, don't go. And, you know, throw the middle finger to a judge or nothing. I'm not saying yeah. do any of that. You know, work. You with heard it in, here first. Eric McKenna hand. said,
2: "Flip yeah. off the judge." Yeah. Work within society <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> First one you see. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> believing you yourself. just and walk straight curtis. into a courtroom. Yeah, there you Even go. if you weren't there, just go in. <laughs> Had the courage to do <laughs> yeah. it. all.
0: and you got—you guys are living yeah. proof that yeah. you have that. You're here doing this. Thank you. Yeah. Know, this that is, this is yeah. something Appreciate you just wake you. up one day and decide oh, I don't want to do this this afternoon and give it a shot. Yeah. You, there's planning, execution, and that's what I'm saying. This is the, the the doers in life are doing stuff like this. Yeah. Right. Those are the, the people building and creating stuff, not talking about it. It's talking and doing two different things. You can be a creative person with no balls to take action, right? And to me, you're worthless. Yeah. You can have very little creativity, but the balls to take a even a simple idea and run with it. Right. Have more respect for that person.
2: Absolutely. No I, 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 I'm hundred percent. Back at hundred yeah. yeah.
3: percent. Yeah. And that's
2: one thing that that I will say. Just in the small amount, like that, we've been doing this. Like, I, something hit me like a year ago, and I was like, you know what? Stop talking about it and do it. Just do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And just do things. The and like, what's gonna happen? Right. Like really, what is the worst? It's like the out? thing when you're like 15 years old. Should I ask the girl again? Like, oh no, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Or she says fucking no yeah. and you move on. <laughs> right. Like, but <laughs> in that moment, you're like, no, no, it's no. It's like that's the, end the end of the, of the world. world. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, no. You know, you just pick yourself up and you get back up and you're stronger mm-hmm. for it. And then you just go fucking nail it the next time or whatever. Yep. Or you don't. And then you get stronger from it. But learn something from it, I right. think.
0: Yeah, I think we all believe, too, that we're way more important than we really are. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Everybody's <laughs> going to be laughing at us. The world's going to laugh at me. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna feel the repercussions of my bad yeah. decisions. <laughs> yeah. but people are going to make fun of me. The reality is no one, no gives, one gives a, a shit. shit. That's 100%. Everybody's so Everybody concerned is so about self, themselves. Yeah, they're, they're so, yeah, so self-centric. You're, you're a little fodder. Right. I mean, it doesn't really matter,
2: but you don't learn that until you're older. It's, right. it's like when you're in school and like you're like, I have to give the report today, and I'm so afraid of what's going to happen when you go up. But like when your classmate was up, did you give a shit what he said? No, you were nope. focused on your stuff. You're always focused on you, and yep. you think it's the end of the world. Whatever you do, is you know, it's either the greatest or the worst. And it doesn't work that way. And we learn these lessons
0: when we're young, yet we forget (laughs) them when we hit early adulthood. Yeah. And it takes decades to go through before you start realizing, you know, did did life really, no one really is paying that close (laughs) attention to you. You're not that important. Right. No doubt. Yeah, for
2: good or bad. Yeah. But Eric, thank sure. you so much uh, I once again. Time. Thanks, man. Uh, Check out Eric's podcast. Check him out on Beaver County Radio on Saturday mornings. Right,
0: EricMcKenna.com. It's yeah. all
2: Yeah. Okay. The, the website, website looks
3: great, by the way. I was thank you. All over it. Yeah, I'm pretty it.
0: proud of it. The Boogie Dinner Street content beforehand. slowly being put in there. Yeah. Got tons and I got like thousands of photographs and stories. And we'll get that in all over time. We all also are going to relaunch the swag. We sold yeah. a ton of Boogie <laughs> Street stuff, and we're going to do that. With uh, five dollars of every sale um, going to St. Jude's Hospital. Hell yeah, the- awesome. Completely 100 percent in conjunction with St. Jude's. So we'll launch out here tomorrow.
2: Absolutely, Eric. Had a blast, guys. Thank you very much for coming on for Eric, for Producer Cheech. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week.